Hi, everyone, and welcome to This Marketing Show. Our guest today is James LaPena, who is the Marketing Manager at Atlantic Tomorrow's Office, which is a managed services and office technology solutions provider in New York, New Jersey, and also Pennsylvania. James is also one of our clients at Into Communications and Sell to Win. And our topic today is all around making data-driven marketing decisions. And James, I think, is, is the perfect guest for this topic because literally, James, every week we have conversations around the marketing data that we're working collaboratively on. So welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. So when we reference what we're calling data-driven decisions, what does that mean to you as a marketing manager? Well, I mean, it, it takes the guesswork out of a lot of what we do. You know, it, it puts a lot of more strategy into uh, how we're communicating to our clients, you know, um, whether it's optimizing all the different platforms that we're using, whether it be a website, social media, uh, branded content, anything like that, but also to making sure that we're as pointed and direct and um you know, I, I like to say that we utilize Google as our customer, right? So they set the rules based on SEO topics, um, keyword searches and things like that. So we want to make sure that our content reflects what people are actually searching for and how they're searching, not just a general sense of what we might think is the key phrase, but what is actually the key phrase. Yeah. And Cheryl, if I can just jump in there. So if someone's watching right now, Atlantic's a big company, hundreds of employees, New York City based. They bring James in. You've been there, I think, James, about a year and change now. You came in at the start yeah, of the year. Uh, congratulations. You're meeting some people probably physically for the first time. But I think a <laughs> I lot still of haven't met everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you met us virtually. The the but a lot of companies, I think, Cheryl, don't have someone like James fly in their plane that's looking at all the dials. And in fact, when I talk to a lot of business leaders, there's no one in their organization looking at, you know, basic things, even like site traffic. Where's the traffic coming from? How do we optimize these things? And so, James, thanks for coming in. You represent a great company. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. You got great people in there. And I applaud Atlantic for, you know, having someone like you quarterback. Um, but, you know, one of the things that people may wonder is what are the things do you look at from a analytics standpoint? Like what are the dials you're looking at to make these data-driven or data-driven decisions? Well, I think, it, I mean, that's kind of a, an onion question, right? With a lot of different layers, right? So it really depends on what we're necessarily specifically talking about. You know, when we talk about website activity and, and development, we want to look at different things like, uh, you know, time on the page, um, behavioral activity on each page, um, click-through rate on a call to action button, things like that. And then you go deeper into that and say, you know, what's the experience in that call to action? You know, so I'm, I'm a big user experience uh, person where I want to make it very easy, very engaging for our clients and our viewers of all of our platforms to really, A, get what they came for, you know, make sure that it's easily put in front of them of what they're there for and what they're looking for. And we put it there and easy for them to attain it. Uh, but B also too, I like to have our content be uh, rather sticky, like kind of like a spider web, you know, I don't want them to just get something and leave. I want them to, you know, see something and then go a little deeper into the site and a little wider into the site and learn more about what we are able to provide them. Um, because we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're not, Singular, singularly faceted, we can cover a, a whole broad different services and products for our clients. And I want to be able to show them that. And James, we have kind of an interesting synergy because 
yes, you're the marketing manager, but yes, you use an agency to help with the deliverables and to sort of collaborate on with strategy. Um, and we sort of use the approach where we have kind of five different onion layers, if you will. Uh, we look at evaluating what's there. We look at analyzing what's happened and, and what, those, uh, what those results have been. We strategize on how we're going to do things different. We monitor what it is that we do, and then we optimize. So when, when it comes to actually pulling together the assets that you're going to start to evaluate, what like let's walk through some of those assets. I know you talked about web page, but what else would you consider a digital marketing data asset that you would be evaluating? Well, it's anything that we can deliver to our clients, right? So that, you know, we do a, a ton of e email work. We do a ton of eBooks, uh, white papers. Um, we're now with, given our environment and as we're shifting uh, to a more digital remote work as that digital transformation starts to really take shape. We're uh, really uh, delivering a lot of webinars uh, through this process. And we've seen a ton of traction through that. Um, and then also to take the more traditional assets, you know, presentations, PDFs, sell sheets and things like that. But also now we try to leverage some technological aspects, whether we backlink to that previous content that we just mentioned on a, on a brochure, but it's now digital. You know, I, we've worked together for a year and I've never physically met you guys, but so I can create a, a PDF that has links back to our content. And that kind of, again, goes back to that old the adage of being sticky. You know, we're, we're not just saying, here's a brochure, call me if you need me. No, no, no. Click, learn, read, develop, sign on, you know, sign up for a newsletter, the, all the different ways to keep in contact with us. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the whole reason why um, you would want to make a data-driven decision is so that you can optimize what it is that you're doing. So, you know, traditionally years ago, people would just say, yeah, let's throw this ad out there and see how it performs. We'll look at it in a year from now or six months from now. The nice thing about what we're doing from a digital perspective is that we can literally change it in the moment. So what are some of the, I, I want to say like triggers that, that I know we talk about as a group, but, but as a marketing manager, what are some of the triggers that you're looking for that might make you make that decision that you want to pivot what we're doing and change it or go in a different direction? Well, first you have to start, but you want to build the right persona, right? So if we do that effectively and, and the content is created effectively and the messaging is designed and written out effectively, right? Then there shouldn't be all that much pivoting. Um, so uh, the first key there is to build the customer persona, you know, get the information in front of who you want to see it, right? That's really key. Um, but then in terms of if you do pivot, maybe, you know, we talk about like uh, being as agile as possible and kind of you know, we're not necessarily a consumer brand, you know, things like that, where we'll fluctuate in terms of a news cycle or something like that. But maybe, you know, we do offer things that as we shift back to work. So as people come back into their offices, um, you know, maybe in here in the US as, as you know, vaccination numbers rise and, and, and companies and, and different um, municipalities and different states open up the restrictions and things like that. And more people are shifting into the office. We have content that caters to that segment more than a remote work, right? So we're able to shift that way, um, being able to deliver different assets, different ads, different um, retargeting and things like that as things shift. Mm -hmm. So what would you recommend businesses do as a starting point? Because it can be, 
I think a little overwhelming. Um, I know there's just so many things that you can pull from. So, you know, we have an audience member watching right now that says, you know, I've never really analyzed the data of my marketing efforts. Like what's a good starting point in terms of things that they should be looking at in order to make better decisions around their marketing? I, I would say first is find out what you want to do with your marketing efforts first. You know, don't, don't just kind of dive all in and not know how to swim, right? You know, start with, you know, in the shallow end and work your way to the deep end, right? So really get a, a good sense of what you want to do in terms of what platforms you want to use, how you want to leverage your website and things like that, and really dive in and make that experience and that uh, platform as optimized as possible, utilizing all that you possibly can and that you have available to it, all the different little toys, bells and whistles on each platform that you possibly can that your budget allows or that your, <clears throat> your, your team and your expertise allow. Um, I know that Rick, you have a couple questions in a second, but I just wanted to ask about, about competitors because as important as it is to be looking at what it is that you're doing and the data behind the efforts that you're putting out there, what would you say with regards to how much knowledge you should have around competitors? Because I know we talk about that uh, quite a lot as well. Well, sure. I mean, you definitely want to know what the entire, you know, the environment around you is doing and how they're operating, what's working for them, what's not working for them, um, because you can capitalize on either aspect, right? You can either kind of see what's been working and try and leverage that to your own benefit. And on top of that, you can say what's not been working or maybe where they're missing or where a competitor is not really entering into a market that maybe we have an expertise in that we can de deliver more value, you know? Well, and I know, uh, you know, in layman terms, James is doing a great job hijacking activity that might be going to a competitor based on some of the stuff you guys are doing. But again, it comes back to the analytics to know where people are. So, so my, just a thought, you know, James did not come from the copier managed services background. And I think the traditional marketing manager, Cheryl, is someone who did feature sheets or came up with visual concepts. And, you know, I don't mean to minimize it, but I think someone like James is very tight on the math that's behind all the analytics and what needs to be done. Now, James, you got a whole other gear in terms of visuals and stuff as well, I know, but I think people underestimate that someone doesn't have to have the visual skills to necessarily quarterback what plays should be run, when, how, retreat on that, move over here, this page's got to go that way. I think it's a big math play. Now that said, you're in the middle of, you know, a leadership team, right? You've got frontline salespeople that I'm sure have, you know, A-type personalities. Uh, so what are some of the challenges, yeah, as you smile there in your role that, uh, that you face and how do you overcome them, if I may ask? Well, for one, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm way more uh, in my comfort zone or where I like to operate as a thinker, not necessarily a doer. I like to build out the process and the workflows. You know, Cheryl and I, we kind of go at it a little bit sometimes where I'll come up with this great, grandiose idea. And then she pulls me back off the ledge and says, James, I know, the feeling. I know the feeling guy. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but, but as you mentioned, you know, I, I didn't come from, you know, this space, uh, so it's, it's, it was important to match up with an agency that a spoke the language of the industry, but then also had the breadth of services that we can share and collaborate on because, you know, there's different scales and different levels of, and, 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 and focuses and disciplines in marketing. There's, you know, 
where I kind of like to live is, you know, building, you know, that customer relationship, customer experience, and more of the workflow and the, the programs, right? And then there's the graphic designs, and then there's video content, and then there's, um, you know, copywriting, you know, um, there's all kinds of different levels. Now, I'll work and, and, and um, you know, partake in all of it. But um, to be honest, and quite frankly, I don't like to. And I'm also a big proponent of letting professionals do what professionals do, what, you know, what they're professional in, right? Um, so, for me to put together, you know, a video campaign, it'll look okay, it'll look good, but it'll also look like I did it, where I want it to look like a videographer and an editor and someone that has their, you know, their teeth cut in that field done. Like I want to be able to a wow factor, um, because you know, and you, you know, working with Atlantic uh, years past and then prior to my tenure here, we we hold ourselves to a very high standard. So for me to put out even my best is not going to be what Atlantic would put out. And I am very aware of that and very understanding of that. And that's why we have the relationship we do um, because we like to put out our best foot forward. Well, James, thank you so much for joining us today. And I think, um, you know, you've mentioned the word customer experience a lot. And I think ultimately that's the end goal of everything that you're doing. And the whole reason why you're looking at data and making those decisions, because that data is telling you what that customer experience actually looks like. Um, if you want to check out some of the deliverables and some of the assets that, that Atlantic Tomorrow's Office has created, you can look at their website, which is tomorrowsoffice.com. Uh, check out their social channels. And of course, you can always follow James on LinkedIn. James, you always have great content. Um, thank you once again for agreeing to come on. It was a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for jumping on, buddy. Congrats on what you're doing. And if you're a salesperson on the front lines at Atlantic, you're lucky to have a guy like this in behind. Uh, too many organizations don't have someone thinking the way he does. So thanks for the relationship. And uh, again, for jumping on today, buddy. Good job. I appreciate the endorsement. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody.